We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. reset we're heading into hour three of our grab my phone charger go right ahead um we're gonna reset uh head into hour three of our free agency live stream thank you to the 1600 of you watching live uh on youtube and around the world uh just wherever you are right now thank you for joining us um to update you on what's happened so far, multiple people have gone places. One, it appears, is Jalen Brunson to the Knicks, according to Shams and Chris Haynes. Um, Woj has reported that he has an offer as he heads into a meeting with the Knicks, which we think is posturing for the Knicks to avoid tampering. All this has been to avoid any tampering charges. Um, the other thing is that... Uh, uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, a free agent center who will most likely be signed to be the next backup, um, is signed to the Knicks on a two-year, $16 million deal. Um, I think that's it. We're just kind of waiting to see what happens next as we head into our three of our program. Thank you, everybody, so far who has joined us. Jeremy, I want you to take the next Super Chat comment. Sure. I just want to say one thing. If What's up? Uh, Hartenstein's comment if his contract is two years 16.7 million is to be believed uh, he'd basically get 5% raises ascending or descending or 0% if it's a 5% ascending raise uh, contract starts at 8.1 if it's a 0% raise 8.35 and if it's uh, descending then it would be uh, a little bit over 8.5 million did we just get news? no no, I was just I was just I was just basically saying what I mean, it's generally $8 million. It's either 8.1. It's somewhere in the range of 8.1 to like almost 8.6. But next question. Uh, Barah El 
Hurry. We're letting we're go. We'll we'll swap it for this one. Jeremy, okay. you're next. Uh, congrats on 500 episodes, KFS. How likely is it for Cambridge to be in the starting lineup this coming season? Six, eight, three, and D wings do not grow on trees. I don't know what's more likely: Cambridge not being on this team or Cambridge being in a backup role. I don't even know if if he's a candidate to be starting, especially if RJ is there. And I don't think they're going to push RJ to the two. I think he'd be better suited at getting someone who's a little bit better off ball, lower usage than RJ. So yeah, I, I don't, I questions probably for me, how likely is it that Cambridge is even on the Knicks? We've, we've been consistent on this for a while. We don't think Cam Reddish is going to be back. Um, Cue the magic Johnson tweet. Yes. Um, <laughs> John, read this one, and it's a perfect segue into the next portion of our show, which will be adding someone to our panel. The one JP says, Love Brunson is the best point guard we've had in forever. Um, Marbury yeah, is the best we've had the, we, since we, Marbury, right? Um, yeah, and like, you want to talk about two players who could not be more different? Um, actually, that's not fair. Both guys could get you a bucket. Um, but in terms of the kind of how they go about their business in terms of the periphery stuff, peripheral stuff. Um, one of those two. Uh, it just feels very different. He's Look, I don't know that there's been a hundred basketball players in the history of the sport that have been more talented than Stefan Marbury. That's a different conversation. But in terms of how good Jalen Brunson will be for the New York Knicks, I think there's a chance that you could have to maybe go back even further, um, if this works out as well as uh, the, I'm sure the Knicks hope, I'll say that. Okay, um, someone who wasn't pro Galen Brunson, as you know from our cap or no cap a few weeks ago, was the one and only Chris Persiainen. Welcome to our stream, good sir. Uh, fresh off a successful season one of draft class, um, he now joins us on our live stream. Chris, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for having me. It's it's good to be here. So your mic's not selected. I'll give you a second to go into settings and do so. Uh, Don't you're worry. having as good a day as the Brooklyn Nets. Congratulations. It, ah, <laughs> John, I love you, buddy. I love you. Select uh, for, um, I selected it. There, you're good. You're good. Don't worry. It happened to me earlier, too. I had a whole rant that was being picked up by the audio in my webcam, which is super Ooh. frustrating, which is super frustrating for somebody who does audio uh, stuff for a living. Your thoughts on the fact that Jalen Brunson, it seems officially, will be a member of the New York Knicks. I don't hate the number that they landed at allegedly with him. So I'm fine with it because all three of Kemba, Burks, Noel are off the team and it didn't cost us any first round picks to clear those guys. Uh, and I think fans are right to be excited about what Brunson's going to bring. I will say congrats to Jeremy, but I think what what's more important for for us is is the Isaiah Hartenstein signing, which mm-hmm. which is just the ultimate random agenda success. So you got to love it. It's the small wins, right? Yeah. Actually, that's true. Two agendas of mine are, are doing quite well today. Like multiple, if you count the Nets, just you know, hitting Every, their demise. Everything that's everyone's bad, agenda. Everything yeah. bad happening. Yes. Um, Chris, now that you're part of our live stream, read the next Super Chat comment. You got it. Question coming in from Ian. If he's so good at all... The an- if he's so good at all the analytics, what is Hartenstein bad at? How is he only worth eight million? Uh, I, 
John, do you want to? No, know? no. I was just I to me the Hardenstein availability number, the whole thing is just sample size, and he's he's a journeyman. He's bounced around like he he's 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 a backup. Um, they they the Mavs the the numbers are all good. The, they're all good. There's no nothing really bad for him. It's just he hasn't proven it on a larger you know, stage. Yeah, I think. For example, his three-point shooting, like some people who just look at his statistical profile call him a three-point shooting big, which I I just don't agree with. As someone who um, somehow, you, you might even say, has unfortunately watched him from back in his Rio Grande Valley Vipers days, um, <laughs> he's not a three-point shooter, like never has been one, right? But what he can do is space the floor out to the mid-range outside of not just three feet, the the elusive three foot mark at which you know certain other centers instantly lose all their powers. Um, but you know, Hartenstein can space things out to like 18, 15, 18, which is cool. Uh, he's a good passer. He's, I think, an underrated rim protector, but underrated doesn't mean good or bad, right? It just means underrated. I'm not trying to say he's elite. I just think he's better than he gets credit for. And I think he's he's decent to good which is not you know some blaring endorsement i just i like the i like the i like him as a player and i I like how he fits on our team so a good signing in my opinion john you're up chris m what's going on man in miami now uh how's the weather from hoboken new jersey and have watched the knicks fall flat my whole life um the fan base, Twitter fools mainly here, uh, is crazy to think Brunson is an overpay. This is good for us, period. I I mean, again, I, I don't know how to not belabor the point. He's not going to be a top 50 highest paid player in the league next year. And he was the second best. He was the second best player on a conference finalist. I understand that is that is presenting the evidence in a way most favorable to the party arguing in favor of the signing because that Mav team was just really well concocted. They were well put together. They were obviously built around um, a guy who could do some special things and Luca, but this is, I mean, Jesus Christ, Jeremy, you said it. We're going to have 130, what million dollar cap next year? 133, $133 million cap next year. And if this descends, then it's even better. Yeah. So, Jeremy, you're up. Chip hey. Murphy. Hey, Chip. What's up, Chip? Chip Murphy. Congrats, What's boys. Up? Very excited about Brunson. Nothing on Levine yet, but what about Colin Sexton? Where's he going? So, there was, uh, I think this is also Sam Amico earlier who reported the idea of that the Mavs would be interested in Sexton. I was going to tweet something, but I, I just decided not to. Uh, Mavs have to deal with. First of all, the hard cap. Actually, first of all, Sexton's a restricted free agent. Then you have to deal with base year compensation. Then you have to deal with the fact that a sign and trade hard caps a team. A team that's hard capped can't go above the tax apron. The Mavs are above the tax apron, so they can't get hard capped. Uh, I just don't see them doing it unless they can find a way to dump salary and do a three team deal with the Knicks and Evan Fournier. And it's just, it's complicated. So, in terms of Sexton, I think he's probably just staying there. If I'm the Cavs, I just match yeah. the offer. And then yeah. when the right time comes, I oh. tr- I probably trade Sexton. Claxton. Everybody years, makes... $20 million. Oh. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say everybody make their predictions. Two for 20, that's... That's mid-level money. Whoopee. Good for him. I f- I'm not going to... That's not a bargain. It's not a bargain. Because he's not very good. Hey, he's... <laughs> 
You think he gets a hundred thousand dollars for every free throw he hits? <laughs> so <laughs> he winds up with thing. no other, no other bonuses. The free throws are a thing, and it's it's very easy to look good on a team with very good players. Yeah. Um. I I have some breaking news. A someone who will not be named just slid into my DMs, and I'm happy they did, and made me aware of someone by the name of Courtney Keller. Anybody know who Courtney Keller is? No. Well, you should go ahead and type her name into uh, your uh, a, a Google near you, and it followed by NBA. And um, let me tell you, Mr. Hartenstein. Oh. <laughs> Did you just do that? (laughs) All right, John. Doing well for himself. John John Mark. Married. Hold on. Hold on. Married with kids. To Isaiah Hartenstein? No. St. John. My wife would leave me for this woman. Oh, my wife would leave me for this woman. I love like the dynamic and all the different Nick's content creators. How like... CP basically is like the family friendly clean cut. You know, you go there. This is a family show, and here it's it's after dark. You know, we're I'm clean we're, cut. We're shaved spam- today. We're spamming people in the in the comments, and we're we're you know in, in inviting people to Google supermodels. You know, the only shout thing, out shout out to Isaiah Hartenstein. The only thing clean cut about John are the chicken cutlets he stuffs his face with. Ah. Ooh. Wow, that was really good. That was good. Well done. Wow, that was a in your twenties joke. Well done, Chris. Loved that one. <laughs> that was a dad joke. Yeah. Well done. Um, okay, Jean Marc next in the super chat. Jeremy, please answer my question this time. What do you think of Randall as a small forward? And then adds Hitler spoke German. Let's take this I mean, seriously. Absolutely true. He insane. said Jeremy. He said Jeremy. Uh, I don't like Randall as a small forward. I think that would be pretty rough. I would like to see him used as a center. A small ball center would be nice, but I don't know if we'll get that either just based on who Tom Thibodeau is as a coach. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just stick it with that. Yeah, I I, I think Chris would second that. I think all of us would second that. It's just, it's a space. If if the league suddenly got transported back to 1995 and you wanted to start the Davis boys and Rick Smiths or you uh, Mason and Oakley alongside uh, Patrick Ewing, fine. Uh, We are not in that anymore. Uh, James Harden and the 76ers are meeting on the weekend to negotiate his new deal, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, I believe... John, you are up next. I'm just looking at how Isaiah Hartenstein's Twitter bio still says player for the Houston Rockets. How dare he? You know what? That just sounds oh. like someone who's committed to basketball who does not care about social media. He doesn't media. care about social media. That's exactly He's, what you no, want. I cut to Mitch on Snapchat in the back of a pickup truck nope. with no seatbelt before nope. you sign a free agent contract. What are you Can't, doing, man? No. You can't say anything about that because he's just a young person having fun. And if you comment on his social media, you hate fun and don't want him to be a person outside of basketball. You're you're no better than Tibbs. You know what? You know why I like this Courtney fella, uh, fella uh, gal. All uh, right, man. Now let him get it out. <laughs> she re- she retweeted a People magazine article saying that she was engaged to uh, Isaiah Hardenstein. Is this going to turn into an Anna Benson thing for you? Chris, Chris Benson's wife used to pitch no. for the Mets and she no. she became bigger than the pitcher that pitched for the Mets. High, people come here for high level 
best basketball analysis, Andrew. Yeah. Yes. Um, Go ahead. You're up. Michael Morando. What should be the shocker for the Knicks this free agency? What would be the shocker? Uh, Aiton, not preferred. Levine, or even a Sexton play. I, my God. If they made a Sexton play now, I'd be shocked. Go KFS. Love the content. Um, thank you, Michael. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much. Uh, between Aiden or Levine, what would shock me more? I if they actually got him, Levine, pretty, pretty clearly that would yeah, be, Levine. <laughs> that would be as we learned today. Things change fast, but the last I was told was that he's expected to stay in Chicago, as has been heavily reported. So mm. you know that would Chris. Chris. That would, over that would back that up. I'm going to go another direction. I'm going to say Aiton because of the fact that the Knicks just invested $8 million in Hartenstein. Mm, that's fair. And now they're pay- presumably paying a max or close to it to DeAndre Aiton. That's a lot of money to invest in two big men who cannot share the floor together. True. True. Chris, you're up. Oh, as I didn't realize you were, as he puts a drink in his mouth, but you're good. Chris, you're up. Ryan Huang. The reason Leon is here is for his connections. LOL. Um. Okay. Not a not a question, but a statement. Maybe like a a, a muse for discussion, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um. I. You know. I think that I there's a there's a podcast I I listen to a lot, and it's about the Knicks and the the old grumpy man who hosts it always says winning changes everything. Winning fixes everything. Right. So. We'll see how this, you know, mindset continues this year with Brunson added to the team. We'll see what they do with Randall, right? And then, you know, I I just think like once what was the it was exciting on the timeline today when they got Jalen Brunson, who's not an All Star, right? Like this this is something we like yeah. a lot. Like I was excited when they actually officially landed him because you know it's done. Like the 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 wait is over. Imagine when, imagine when. They do land a, a spider, or you know, so maybe they send in a big offer for Booker once Chris Paul gets to be forty-three, and the media can't cover up his aging anymore with stories <laughs> of how he's a good teammate. Terrible. Um, I, I I think that as someone who has liked the way this front office operates on the margins, which is like something that was a big deal for me. Like where, what were they going to do on the margins? Just pick up the Michael kid Gilchrist of the world that Wes loves or actually try to like find young guys that can stick here, you know? And it's like, they, they've been, they've not blown me away, but like they made a lot of the second round picks they used to clear the vets appear out of nowhere, seemingly using the salary cap a la Jeremy. And then now they had the ammo to undo those deals earlier than you know, we thought they would, but maybe this is when they were planning to do it. I, I, I don't know. They, 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 they backed up the assets and then had them ready to go. Now they're loading up first round picks. They're eventually going to trade them for a star, and it's going to be like, wow, the Knicks actually got a star. It's like, yeah, they've only spent <laughs> they've only spent the last one thousand calendar days accruing first round picks and young talent to do so. Like whoop de doo. I don't know. Well said, Chris. Uh, I believe Jeremy is up. Sure. I want to make one small correction, at least oh, my, my opinion. Not correction. My Here opinion. we go. Leon Rose isn't here because of his connections. Oh, William okay, Wesley is here because of his connections. Thank you. Ah, for the time. Uh, Leon Rose well has found a way to bring in Walt Perrin, who has a great track record with the Utah Jazz. But sure, that's well, because of connections. What, is, because what do you say? That that let him finish. Let Rock him finish. Sure. They're connections, 100%. And then, Chris, before you got on here, we said it's not what you know, it's who you know. So it, it's all part of the game, but 
if you're Wes, your role is how can I schmooze with people? If you're Rose, it's how can I build something sustainable that also brings in what you know and who you know blended together in a way that best sets us up for success. And that's what Leon Rose has essentially done. So yeah, I mean, sure. Is it very convenient that his that his first client, um, his son is now a free agent and he's on the Knicks? 100%. That's part of the connections. But it's for William Wesley, that's where the connections are. It's, I, it's what and who you know for Leon Rose. I would also argue Leon Rose as the president um, that has assembled this staff and has uh, sought the input of all of these different folks, his, I, I would argue his primary job is, is to manage people, is to manage these different personalities who clearly, as, as was reported last year and over the last two years, actually, have different ideas about how to move this basketball team forward. It's a great idea and concept, but it's up to Leon Rose to execute that yeah. idea. Uh, from Danny Gardner, assuming they re-sign Mitch, what do you think the Knicks rotation looks like? Uh, even they unloaded some. Uh, they still, even though they unloaded some players, they still have a ton of solid players left. <sighs> I mean Brunson, naturally. Part of me wants to say quickly if Rose is here, and then you could have Rose and Grimes together. Although I understand why you would have Grimes as opposed to quickly because he's more off ball. You got Barrett naturally. Until Randall's not here, it's Julius Randall. And if Mitchell Robinson has just signed a new contract, it's Mitchell Robinson. So um, four of them, I feel like, are pretty set in stone. It's a matter of Grimes versus quickly for that two spot. Because I don't think Fournier is going to be here. And if he is, it's in the backup role. It's going to be Grimes. If Fournier is gone and there's nobody that they bring in, I think it's going to be Grimes. But then you're running Rose... And quickly in the back or in the um, off they've the bench, done, which they I know love they've that. Done. They love no, that, right? Which is fine. Year. Which is yeah. fine because and you get quickly and top and together, and that's I'm fine with that too. But um, and that actually, if they do move Fournier, unless I'm forgetting somebody exists, that would actually open a spot for Cam, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it okay. would. Yeah, yeah. You get to go Rose quick, Cam, Ob Sims, oh. or not Hartenstein. Hartenstein. Sorry. So I have Sims just like engraved in my brain from doing these mock rotations <laughs> until, for months now. Until uh, Tibbs goes with the nine minute rotation on opening night. That's he'd never. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Uh, what's next up? Uh, me? Yeah. We'll just, sure. We're so out of order, but go ahead, John. Nomadic Knicks fan. What's going on? Thank you very much for the contribution, my friend. Uh, financially, Randall and Picks, two firsts. Oh boy, for Miles Turner and Duarte works. Um, any interest? I'll read the rest of the comment before I comment on that. Uh, starters could be Brunson, Duarte, Barrett, Top, and Turner. Get RJ a real point guard in space. Let him boom into a star. Um, I know what what uh, Jeremy's going to say on this because I know how he feels about uh, floor spacing fives in concept versus reality. Um, I I'm not a big Turner guy. Putting that aside for a second, if it was not two of their own firsts, if it was, I don't know, what's the, I guess the, da- oh, what, ooh, can we just do a quick aside? What are the two first, worst first round picks they have right now? The, the worst ones. The worst. My, the, I would say Milwaukee, although it's only top five protected. And then I would say probably Dallas. the Milwaukee and the Dallas. Well, also because if the Milwaukee pick for whatever ridiculous reasons uh, lands in the top four, it goes to New Orleans. I, 
I'm not even yeah. thinking that. I just think it's going to be actually, back five. You know, man, I got to tell you, I, I think the Detroit pick is the worst one because it's top 18 for two years and then it goes to Lotto. And by three years from now, I have to think that that team's going to be but pretty the good. The Bucks pick may not even convey. Like, there's, I know that there's all of them, there's, but there's a higher chance that the Pistons pick conveys at some point than to me the Bucks does. No, the because, Bucks is only top. It's top four. Yeah, what happens if they land on the top four? They're not going. That's that's the difference. But here. but I, I understand if you're talking to. about the risk involved. Like yeah, you could say well the risk of the Mavs uh, that turns into two seconds, but that's not going to turn into two seconds. Hey. It's going to convey as a first round pick. But like there is the risk of if for some crazy thing happens, sure. luck into a top four pick. It's poof. It's I, gone. There's no pushing back in the protections. It's that one year or it's nothing. The reason I even brought it up is because you. I want to give you credit because I, I think I was too quick to fight back on you when you were trying to build up the Dallas pick for next year. Um, especially, I mean, if Phoenix gets KD, that's another, yep. that's another feather in that, in the pick of that cap being, uh, pick being valuable. Um, so let's say whatever the Milwaukee pick and the Pistons pick and what is it? Randall. And what was the other player uh, for Turner and Duarte? God. Randall and picks just Randall. And those two firsts for man, that's like breaking my brain. Um, Man, I'm. Is it bad that I'm thinking about it? This is an ant. This is our what Randall actually, what we believe Randall's value actually is. Take then, but you get Duarte too. Not sure you you get a guy. You you get a guy. Yeah. Apparently, they didn't didn't want to give up. I mean, I know this isn't the the question. I don't even think the Pacers would bite. No, I don't think. I don't think that's. I didn't even think of that. But I didn't think. I I know it's posed as us for the Knicks, but get the question back up there for people who missed it. Um. Any interest? I I do. I like the spacing on that team more than I do Randall on this team. But I, I'm. I think the four of us would agree. There's no scenario where I don't say no scenario, but is unlikely scenario where Indiana does this. Yeah. Why do they want? They don't want Julius Randall. Okay. Yeah. Next up. Next up. I'll read this one. Thank you to the over 1,400 people still watching Ooh, live with us. Damn. Thank you guys. This is kind of nuts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, 
and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. No dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never-ending, whether it's producing this show, hosting my own show final review, preparing a proposal in Long Beach, doing my taxes, or whatever else. I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes, wait another two minutes for it to cool down, and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar, Yukon mash, and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time non-existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low-calorie options, cold-pressure juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool120 and use promo code filmschool120 and get $120 off. That's code filmschool120 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool120 for $120 off. Next up, Moscow Drug Mule. Love it. Amazing name. Hey, Love John it. and Jeremy. All right, so Chris, we don't get to answer. Um, first time, long time. Now that we have signed Brunson and Hartenstein, is there anyone on the market we should go for? Hmm. Well, we're at a point where the Knicks are probably at a surplus if they add someone, right? Because who, who's on the roster right now? It's, it's let's just say, as of this moment, Brunson, Fournier, RJ, Randall... I can't count Mitch yet because he's not signed. 
Then it's Rose, Quickly, Grimes, Cam, Hartenstein. So that's nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, they could sign one more. I, I guess it'd probably be more of a wing because if they're not trading Rose and they've got... Oh, and Deuce. Right. So that brings us to 10, even though I don't think Deuce will be in the rotation as things currently stand. It's got to be some sort of wing on the market. And I don't, there aren't a ton of them. It's who a are weak available. class for wings. It's a weak yeah. class for wings. The guy, the Did guy you say Obi, I, by the way. Did you say Obi? Oh, I didn't say Obi. Crap. Oh, so yeah, there there's go. 10, right? There's yeah, I don't 10. think I said Obi. So that's 10 plus Deuce. Or regardless, it, it, the Knicks need to move at least one player out in order for this to work. He doesn't work. <laughs> He doesn't fit on this team at all. <laughs> I just really like Gary Payton the second. I just I just want to note that for the record. Um, Noted for the record. He's look that is a good player, and he's he helps you win games if you have a certain sort of rotation that you could play that um, limits his weaknesses and accentuates his strengths. Which, to Golden State's credit, they had the Knicks do not have that sort of roster. But that but again, that's a dude that like I'd go out and get with the understanding that like might not pay off this year but um i like him um oh my god is carmelo anthony the right answer <laughs> that's the first name that came to my mind but i was just it had, really but yeah it, but, but we had the t- we have 10 so you, i'm not you, you I, kids are not just 10 if you have randall and obi on the same team where's the spot for mellow because he's that's not a three a Injury, yeah. injury backup. So he has, just, he has listen, zero man, get zero guaranteed minutes. I know where you're going. Big, yeah, man. yeah. Big. Now, um, Chris, we'll we'll reset the order. Chris, you're next. Uh, Carmelo at the two. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> With Randall at the three. Point, yeah, Randall's your point small, Mello, your small forward. No point. Go. Ob. Point. Ob. They so Ob Mello Randall Hartenstein Mitch. We'll just oh, we'll just run over everybody. Yeah. Who's th- Wait, sorry, real quick. Who who's taking a shot on? Um, unless I unless I missed any sign. Who's taking a shot on TJ Warren this summer? I'm waiting on Dallas. That's just you know. I mean, he was a guy who looked like Michael Jordan for a, a month in the yeah. bubble two years, two and a half yeah. years ago. <laughs> all <laughs> bubbles, all first bubble. Team. Mickey yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, you're up. Brian Martinez. Uh, again, as a statement, but I. I think some of our co-hosts here will agree with you. Number one priority is to trade Randall now. Don't want to risk his value getting worse by the deadline. Uh, I would say that if, I mean, it takes a lot from a lot of prep from, from Mr. Tibbs, but if, if you can get Randall going as an offensive weapon, as a six, nine forward who can pass, shoot and dribble as a weapon for Jalen Brunson, our new maestros offense, I think that that is your way of rehabilitating his value. Uh, and, and you know, you can do the whole cat and mouse thing where it's like, oh, if he's hijacking possessions, then stop giving them to him. But Tibbs didn't do that once last year. So, well, he better you know, now. Exactly. So, you know, now he's got someone else to give the ball to. No more excuses. No more Alex, the best we've got. Um, and, and we'll see. We'll see how he adjusts. Uh, I also just I also know they're actively trying to find a new home for him and have been right. So it's like this is something to watch, especially now Brunson going to be like done, done. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they do. We'll see. How many I, shots would I do if if a tweet came across? The Knicks are trading Julius Randle too. You'd have to do thirty for number thirty. I wouldn't even finish reading the tweet. You want to talk about a legendary moment on 
YouTube Live, this that would be our most legendary moment on YouTube Live. If while live, a Julius Randle trade came through and our live reaction, you know, was captured live, you know? Yeah. Um, John, uh, live? Live. Live. On a live stream. Live. Jersey Zone, what's going on? Uh, if Donovan Mitchell asks to come here, it's probably the only way he's going to end up here. <laughs> what are y'all giving in a trade to the Jazz? Also love the content and cream has kept me alive at work. Oh, uh, oh shout out to Jeremy. Phrasing. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I agree with the what you said in passing. The um, Donovan Mitchell would have to ask to come here, first of all, and have to there be an ask to come here. I also... I don't want to get too into what are we giving up because like he's not he hasn't asked yet, you know. Like when when that time comes, we can assess the the cupboard. But I don't think I don't think it's it's necessary to do that yet because the we don't know what we what assets we'll have when that time comes. You know, yeah. it's With also Utah hosting the twenty twenty three All Star Game and then having a, a new owner. He's yeah, not going. It's to get, get traded. It's, he's not getting traded this summer, and he's not getting traded at the deadline. I, I wouldn't think because that's before All Star Weekend. Oh yeah, John. Yeah, John, you said something in passing in one of our one on ones when like a guest rescheduled or Jeremy was out for you know health and safety protocols. Um, load management. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Quite the opposite. <laughs> that, was um, the joke. that was that the was, joke. Was, gotcha. Was that Jeremy, was the joke. Jeremy um, does all the reps. Yes. Jeremy does reps. Um, John, John gets more reps than I do, but thank you. The way that they can spin this is they sign Jalen Brunson, get a seven or eight, maybe even a six seed. And then next summer, they're going into the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes, sweepstakes fresh off a playoff berth, just like the Clippers did in 2019, just like the Nets did in 2019. Like that is how you spin this. The idea that the roster is done and the Knicks, like this is their move that the national media just doesn't seem to compute that it's not true. It's just a a nonsense take, but it's not that they can't compute. They don't want to, but that's my point. That's I'm saying I'm, I'm John, I'm insulting their intelligence that they can't compute because they refuse to do so. Shout out Richard Jefferson. How's the, the, you know, water carrying doing that you have to do for your franchise on ESPN all day. Um, loved you on our pod, by the way. But the one thing also with uh, <laughs> subscribe rate and review. Yes. <laughs> the one thing with uh, Mitchell is let's face it, any trade that involves him is probably centered around the player that the, the Knicks have just signed in Jalen Brunson. And the, there is no ink that is dry. The ink hasn't even been put to paper. So yeah. I feel weird putting him in a scenario where we not even an hour and a half ago, we're like, Oh my God, we finally got Jalen Brunson plan a, this is great. So, um, yeah. Um, Speaking of quickly endorsement on Twitter from ah. Macau bridges, Macau bridges says just, you know, no tagging anyone. Just y'all must not know how cold JB really is. So apparently responding to the, the overpaid comments regarding Brunson, but Oh, the, the defensive, the defensive player of the year candidates just told the whole NBA Twitter that they are being a little too harsh on this contract. So I'll Good. take that. I'll take that. Um, I someone bl- who go ahead, Jeremy. No, someone who uh, who writes for the Strickland is playing PS Five now and found out that Beal is playing, and uh, it's a group chat and <laughs> classic Schwinn just writing. How the fuck are you playing PS Five right now? Right now, during yeah. the middle of all that. Um, I won't blow up the person's spot, but. 
Anyways, uh, Luis Marte, long time, first time. Congrats on 500. Thank you, yes. Luis. Thank you, does, Luis. Does Russell Crowe's, I mean, Jeremy's Beal plan work with Levine? Andrew, what's the capital of New Jersey? Trenton. That I knew. I knew that. Yeah. I know U.S. capitals pretty well, actually. It's go outside the U.S. and that's where you got me. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Levine plan is very close to what was described before. Just uh, instead of Cam Reddish going out, it's everyone else. Pretty much everyone else. Like, and by everyone else, I mean like it's finding a way to assign trade with Evan Fournier. It's moving Rose and it's moving probably Deuce if the math works. <laughs> Hold on. It's not going to. I don't we, think it's going to happen. We got a fat Joe Twitter scoop here. Chris Splashed, the Nets reporter, Christian Winfield says, Fat Joe told me he's close to Mitchell and that Mitchell's dream is playing for Miami, not his hometown Knicks. Oh, so then that would not that shock your me. question. There you go. Thank you, Fat Joe. Would not shock uh, me. A sentence I didn't think I'd say on this live stream. Oh, Juan Toscano Anderson going to the Lakers. Oh. No way. That's interesting. Nah, they're right, actually yeah. last chance you. Dude, Lonnie Walker. <laughs> well, you know, do you know what uh, Lonnie he, Walker? They do you got, know what his agency uh, is? Damian Jones. They got, is it clutch? It is clutch. That makes sense. Sh- right. a shocker. Whoop the uh-huh. fuck. <laughs> Big surprise. Uh, I'm, I'm still curious if Cam is going. I don't think it's going to happen at this point, but. Uh, oh, wow. Look at this. This is very generous. We'll see. Um, is it me? I'm going to ready. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Constantine. Moontrakis. I hope I got that right. Hey guys, first time, long time from exotic Glen Cove, Long Island. Hey, I got married in Glen Cove. Uh, the Metropolitan. Does that sound like a, does that ring a bell? Yes, uh, it does. Actually, there you go. You've been list. a daily. It's great. Good job by them. Uh, you've been a daily stable for two years now. So thanks. Upgrade at the point guard. Upgrade at the backup center. And we keep the kids. Trust the process. Yeah, this is mm. crazy. Like as of right this second, who are like the quote unquote vets on this team? It's Randall, Randall Fournier, Rose, Fournier right? Evan yeah. Fournier. Yeah. And we all think, for, I think Fournier is gone. You so. really think Fournier is gone? Oh, I, I, I mean, if you're Dallas, what, I mean, what's better to get nothing to get the traded player exception or to get Fournier? I guess the traded player exception is probably mm-hmm. better than Fournier. Jeremy, what do you think? Yeah, but, we also have to consider the other option. What if the Knicks are basically saying to the Mavs, you either get don't Fournier. get anything or you take Evan Fournier. Mm. Or the next question is, what is the Knicks at? How much does the Knicks ask increase for the traded player exception over Fournier? And again, goes back to what I said before, oh. how much is that depending? Dependent on on something else. What? So speaking of the Mavs, they just signed Javale McGee. Oh, from Phoenix. Oh, yes. That that'll replace him. That'll yes. That'll move the move <laughs> everything uh, to make it different. So. Uh, I'll I'll so it's Jeremy, but I'll I'll quickly read Hush Zoo's comment because it's from earlier, and I think we addressed it already. Hush Zoo, thank you. You've been very generous um, today. Uh, he asked uh, quickly. Woj report legit? Is it a tamper cover-up? This is the Woj tweet from earlier that the Knicks um, that Jalen Brunson is armed with a five-year, $106 million deal um, offer, excuse me, from the Mavericks that he's now going into his meeting with the Knicks where uh, we uh, we all think it's a tamper cover-up because this, I mean, we've 
mentioned this in the before, you know, when, when one of these big reporters is reporting something who it's from. So it's, if it's Shams, it's coming from a player or the player in the transaction. If it's Woj, it's coming from the front office. You know, that's usually how it works with Chris Haynes. It's like, it's probably coming from Portland, Golden State or LeBron. Um, but mostly Shams is getting the player perspective and Woj is getting the front office perspective. <laughs> I think it's worth noting that RJ uh, quote tweeted Bleacher Report. They put out a jersey swap of Brunson yes. next to Barrett. RJ quote tweeted them with an eye emoji, like, you know, the little looking yes, around we, and and he's since deleted it my theory i just tweeted this out is that leon told him to shut the fuck up uh, to, and, to, <laughs> and to let Woj paint the picture that they are about to meet with brunson and about to negotiate you know so yeah i think i think he got a call <laughs> i think he got a call from from whatever four pen whatever it is four there i think it's four pen four, Jer- four pen or two pen yeah four pen jeremy you're up uh, Constantine Mundrakis again thank you Constantine uh, by the way my other basketball team is AEK Athens I should tell you about the Clay Anthony fia- early fiasco sometime I think I read about this what Just, happened well it didn't work out uh, there was also an issue and Constantine can always enlighten us at another point but my understanding is that there was something with a dietary issue there was also just the, things did not match up with what he wanted and, oh man I'll, I'll He'll let us know another time. Jeez. But, yeah. Hey, Des, Des Bane just chimed in on the Macau tweet off of my retweet, by the way. Because uh, we, because we, oh, yeah, because friend of the pod, Des Bane. Friend of the pod, Des Bane. Yeah. yeah I'm wow. gonna say, I like how you guys are, it's Des, not Desmond. It's Des. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's nice. Look at this guy, John. Bro got game. Bro got game. That's speaking of uh, Jalen Brunson. His endorsement is Jalen Brunson. Shout out to friend of the pod, Des Bain. Um, Lunis Emirat in the super chat. Woj said over 50% of teams called about KD. I'd like to imagine Leon called just to laugh and then hang up. <laughs> Hi, can I speak Lewis, to see more butts that. about Kevin Durant? <laughs> yes. Yes. Is your refrigerator running? Yeah, is, is, Hugh, is Hugh there? <laughs> Kevin is you there? Yeah. Huge you know, ass. Can, Huge no, ass, yeah. I was I was thinking Mr. Janus, but listen, oh, I was I, I was I heard earlier today Jack. that um, <laughs> what are we doing, Mr. Mehoff? You mean anyway, Mr. Mehoff? Yes. Uh man, I was told that <laughs> Rich Kleiman, John is John's figuring out. Continue, Chris. Jokes. What's a podcast? Go, Rich Kleiman and KD. <laughs> Are not necessarily best of friends right now, and Ooh. So, someone someone put out a report earlier today saying how the Knicks put in a call for KD and KD doesn't want to go, but that uh, Rich Kleiman could convince him because of thirty five ventures and stuff. Well, from what I'm hearing recently, um, they they are not close right now. So yeah, I think they are not. Uh, I don't think Rich Kleiman's going to convince. Convince KD to come, man. I don't see that happening. Fall from oh, they gave Kleiman. Hold they on, gave Jeremy Reed a player option. So Jeremy three Reed for Reed twenty Reed. with a player. Yeah, option. but what I want to God, that's a lot of money for. They me. gave him. They gave him the full taxpayer mid level exception and a player option in the last year. That's okay. uh, that's a lot. It's a lot of. It's a lot of McGee. Not not that we should talk. But <laughs> Good player. Yeah. Well, but we have the but. We have the experience like for what it's that. like to do that. Um, uh-huh. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, from Luffy, Lowry didn't become an all-star until he was almost 29, has had so many productive years after that, Brunson's 25, and can have a similar trajectory. Not only that, but we talk about not current head, jo- head coach of the Utah Jazz in Johnny Bryant. If he's a great development coach, which you know he is, then the hope would be that Brunson develops further and the Knicks have the infrastructure to make him a better player and talent as well. So, um, yeah, I would hope that he can continue improving. John, I just what? saw your tweet at Daniel Greenberg. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, well. my God, this is amazing. You're what? talking shit on Twitter. Okay, Me? everybody. So, Daniel Greenberg, John mentioned earlier, uh, is a Dallas-based reporter. Oh, no, he's a Chicago-based no, Chicago. reporter. Um, he tweeted I don't even know what earlier. I tweeted. So, he tweeted out earlier, about two hours ago, looking forward to the NBA investigating the New York Knicks for tampering. Oh, because the Bulls got investigated last year. Um, they took our draft pick last offseason. They better do the same to the Knicks. And John replied, womp, womp. Uh, I love yeah, you. I did do that. Yes, you did. <laughs> you know what the philosophy is if you're Leon Rose? You, what? It's the pointing at head meme going, I can't take second round pick if you don't have any. There you go. Trade them all. Trade all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, breaking um, from Steph Bondi. Nick sign Isaiah Hartenstein. Yeah, yeah it's breaking, breaking news. news. Whoa! Um, yeah, well done. Wait, Steph. you skipped a. You skipped a. No, I just read that. I thought. Oh, yeah, I read that. Oh, oh no. I, oh, that's why I wanted to comment on this real Go quick. Go ahead, read it. Go ahead, um, comment. Every everybody, uh, if the over under on Javal McGee, Javal McGee. My God, my, my mind Brunson. is still on Javal. Jalen Brunson All Star Games wearing a New York Knicks uniform is uh, 0.5. What do we go? I'm going over. I'm going over. Fred Van Vliet made the all-star team this year. Go over because he'll probably have more responsibility, but that depends on Julius Randle. It's going to be a 30 usage rate this year. <laughs> Chris, you're, you're, you're going under. You could say under, Chris. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if we're going to have the wins. I don't know if the agenda will be there. I'll say under and hope this clip gets pulled up on me. But I just like guys like Brunson get those nods when they have the usage on the winning team, right? Like look at LaMelo ball. He didn't make it this year. Uh, the first rip he, it wasn't, he was, yeah. Oh. So Shante Murray made it as an injury replacement. Yeah. The Spurs weren't a good team. Technically so did Fred Vavely. So I should like add that. But that can, Murray, that can be the option. There's, you know, there's incredible players that just like, don't, what, what a manager normally make two all-star teams in his career. Yeah. Uh, something Someone like that. that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it happens sometimes. Strangely enough, and other times it doesn't. Um, all right, what's next? Andrew, is you? I think it's me. Yeah, so from Dennis DiSabato, Sub- Di thank you for your contribution. Heat making a play for Spider? Can we poach that deal? I, again, I put nothing past Pat Riley. I do not think the Knicks, um, as of now, have an interest in... Uh, well, okay, I shouldn't say that. Or have an interest. I don't think the Jazz have an interest in trading Donovan Mitchell. So the Heat can be like, we want him. I don't think it's going to matter. Now, if you're a Miami Heat fan and you're wondering if you can get um, Donovan Mitchell, um, you should wonder instead how you're going to find minutes for um, Duncan Robinson, who couldn't find minutes in the playoffs, yet he's still a horrible contract. Since only the Knicks signed bad contracts, right? right? Not the Miami Heat. Unplayable Get, Duncan Robinson limping just, through the playoffs, Kyle Lowry. As an aside, it's mm-hmm. so funny, and I hope this is not a precursor of, of things to come this year, but like I'm feeling very much today like I felt during our signings last season, which is like 
I don't want to talk about Donovan Mitchell right now. Like, I don't want to talk about the next guy. I don't want to talk about Devin Booker. I don't want to talk about Joel. Like, whoever the next guy you think the Knicks are going to be able to try to, um, like, I'm excited. I am excited to watch this team with the caveat of like, I would like to see them find a, a new home for Julius at some point. But yeah, even that, I'll back up what you're saying in that I'm excited. I don't want to hear about the next person that would involve trading Jalen, like the, the next yeah, summer sure. deal. Yeah. Like I'm, if there's another guy that's available now, fine. Chris, you have some news. It looks like fat Joe has spoken. What did he say? <laughs> this is another bit. I Go saw ahead. someone fat Joe has spoken quote unquote. Fat Joe has never said this. So, Oh, in wow. one, got one tweet, one no. tweet. He not only debunked, the Mitchell Miami thing, but he referred to himself as Fat Joe. That's a masterclass. <laughs> Third person. Gotta love it. And, and you know what? It would have fit in 140 characters. He didn't even need the 280. That's a real goddamn tweet right there. There you go. Shout Fat out. Joe knew big pun. Fat Joe can do no wrong in my yeah, book. Yeah, I agree. Apparently, Chris Blashed can. Um, John, you're up. Hey, sh- Friend of the pot, he was on this podcast once. Okay, before I was here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, city's under new management. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy, well done, Haitian Ferg. What's going on, Haitian? The only, the only person who would agree with me after games when I would, yeah, you know, my defend Tibbs, yeah, dying a slow, painful death. Uh, solid content as always, guys. Thank you. Um, does the Brunson signing put Fournier on the bench? Um, so let's. Presuppose Fournier is still here and Grimes as a starter. Mm. Also, does Hardenstein allow for Obi to operate on the block with the second unit, given his ability to knock down shots? I, I think. Let me take the second one first. Hardenstein's a guy who does whether he's a floor spacer or not. He's not someone that just has to live in the dunker spot. So I do think that there is, at the very least, um, some pick and roll potential. Here, although it's it's funny, oh, you know, Obi's pick and roll numbers as the the roll man are, are not great, but I don't really, I'm not paying too much attention because the sample size is so limited. Um, maybe, and if this and if this signing is a way to unlock Obi Toppin, as you're suggesting, good job by the Knicks. As for putting Fournier on the bench, that's a great question. If they didn't do the sign and trade, and it was not Fournier going to Dallas, do we think? Do we think they would put him on the bench? Wouldn't rule it out. I think they should. Yeah. I would I would argue that they should as well. Yeah. And also in addition with the Hartenstein and Obi, um Obi's obviously incredible in transition. Hartenstein was in the seventy first seventy first percentile last year. Really good. good. Ah. good so that'll be a nice little tandem where you can find both of them running up the floor, someone pushing the pace, whether it's IQ or Rose, whoever it may be. Um easier buckets. Oh good defense and be nice to see. The backup group is gonna be even more Fun, assuming mm-hmm. Obi stays as a backup. Also, assuming Derrick Rose is healthy, which you have to make that assumption. Although, listen, I I happen to like Emmanuel quickly with primary ball handling responsibility. I like uh, Emmanuel quickly in his role. I which <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> no, never mind. Oh, was that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that we'll move on. We'll there move you on. go, uh, Jeremy. You're up. Oh, all right, uh, Dan Camp. Thank you, Dan, for the really generous contribution. Appreciate it, man. Uh, it feels good that the Knicks got their plan A for once and the rest of free agency can be spent seeing what else they have in store rather than the usual attempt to save face when plan A, B, and C didn't work out. I agree. Yeah. A lot of times it's it ends in heartbreak or apathy and you're like, okay, what's the next thing? 
it's not this time. Now it's all right. How much sweeter might this be able to get? Or if it's not sweeter, why is it the case? At least we still have our plan A. So I'm totally with you, Dan. Uh, we have a we have a um, Mark Stein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, as for Jalen oh. Brunson, sources briefed on Dallas's scheduled New York City meeting today say meeting canceled by Brunson's reps. Dallas was told money not. Dallas told money not be a deciding factor because of Brunson's determination to sign with Knicks. Mavs did not formally present an offer today. That's why Woj Woj said they presented an offer was because Dallas wanted him to put that out there so their fans would think they did really try to go after him. I think it's the other way around. It's all the way around. The Knicks wanted Woj to put out that the Mavs had put out an offer because then it's like, well, he goes to the Knicks. What's your counter offer? The Knicks present an offer. He takes whatever the Knicks offer. Oh, which so avoids you, you the, a at this point, target, the Mavs yeah. would the Mavs would want them to think they didn't offer him to make sure the Knicks get hit. So that's yeah. where Stein, how with his Dallas connections, yeah, and, and uh, the reporter he was quote tweeting, basically saying, no, 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 this is not something that was offered, and you have to wonder if there'll be some and charges. We should as a just result. say Stein and. Woj have had I'm not, I'm not mm. picking sides they've had a back and forth thing going back to well it's going back a while Stein worked for ESPN obviously and um, they that had it ugly yeah it, it ended ugly and this season in particular he made it a point in his news and I, I like I'm going to be very clear I like Mark Stein I think Mark mm-hmm. Stein's a great reporter uh, fan of his newsletter I subscribe to it it's, it's all good stuff but he um, you know went out of his way to point out how as an example the reporting on the uh, Utah Jazz coaching uh, uncertainty with Quinn Snyder, like he was reporting that, but then like Woj was like making it sound as if he was actually reporting it when it's just, there's some, there's some bad blood there. So if you're, to expand on what John said about the ESPN thing. So ESPN went through a round of layoffs in 2017 or 20, whichever year it was that Woj got there, they went through a round of layoffs and one of them was Mark Stein. And their response to that round of layoffs was to hire Woj to like the biggest deal that a reporter ever got. So they literally got rid of Mark Stein so they could throw a bag at Woj. And since then, there's obviously going to be bad blood there. Um, but to what we've mentioned, as far as this report is, is concerned. This is absolutely coming from Dallas. Mark Stein is like the lead guy from Dallas, other than like Tim McMahon. Oh, yeah. You know? No, he's um, always, he's always, yeah, he's always been the other guy. Mellow from Toronto. And this will wrap up our three. Um, John talking about Hartenstein's girl, like how people used to talk about Fizdale's wife. Wow, what a throwback. Uh, what's good, Chris? It's Fountain of Hoop, by the way. Oh, what's good, yo? Yes. Is, uh, what up, Mello? That's a big Nick fan. That's yes, Mello from Toronto. He joined exactly. us in our playbacks, which you can join us um, when you join us through Patreon for live watch parties next season, if you're interested. Um, Chris, I'll let you get one more in before we wrap up Power 3. All right. So we have uh, a note coming in from Greg Film Stuff. Nice to see New York finally get a capable point guard. Trading Randall would make this one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> also, Keels is a better playmaking smart. Ooh. Bold. I love the that take. That is a take. I love the take. That is a take. Thank Damn. you, 
Benji for the 25 video thread to get everybody excited about Keels. That's all well, good. Ben- people, sh- people should be excited about Listen- Keels. I thought Keels, I, like I had, I had him 36 on my board with the notion that like, if a team like San Antonio took him at 30, it would be fine. And of course, my guy, Blake Wesley, John's guy too, fell to them all the way there. So, you know, they hit it out of the park with that one at 30, but uh, 25 Blake, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was 20. 30 was the Nuggets. 30 was Nuggets, Peyton Watson. Um, So, yeah, you know, if if I would have liked Keels more for them, Um, I think Keels is the kind of guy who... I'm trying to figure out how to say this concisely, which is, uh, you know, not something I'm good at. Uh, I feel like he's someone who is going to be seen as more raw than he is because of his young age, but that in a streamlined role could contribute in the NBA as soon as like next year, his rookie year. Uh, if he never plays for New York, that's okay. And the reason is he'll get to work on his playmaking ability down in Westchester, which is a positive because when he comes up to the NBA, I project him to be a good secondary playmaker down the line, down the line, right? But if he gets those reps now, that could help catalyze his development in that regard. And if the Knicks don't necessarily need him out there, that's one thing. I just like, I'm a big Fournier guy, right? If we're really doing this youth direction thing, I would rather Keels play than Fournier. I would rather Grimes start than Fournier. I would rather we trade Rose and play McBride than hang around. and like. I just think that you can keep Taj and get enough of the veteran leadership, right? Like I just, if we're doing youth, do it, right? If Brunson's going to be your veteran steady hand at 25, but he's Leon's, do it. if If he trusts him to be the guy for the team, then have a guy like Taj around. Have Tibbs around. Keep someone, you know, whatever. Uh, one of Rose or Randall or uh, Randall, not the best vet, but you know what? You get my sentiment. Noted uh, veteran Chris, leader, Chris. Chris, I, I love you, and I, I, we. So people should. We should mention this. You, you expressed this sentiment on the final episode of draft class during the mailbag. And I don't even necessarily disagree with you. Jalen Brunson didn't sign here to play with Deuce McBride and um, Keels and. Uh, bunch of players that may or may not need more time to develop. Um, he came here to try and help the Knicks make the playoffs and eventually play, get a star, you know, well, now we'll see they, if that's they were hard. better last year when they played the young talent, the, the young talent, time. not Deuce McBride, not the, the keels of the world. It was when the quicklies and the Obi toppins of the world got Deuce, more playing time. Deuce hung toe to toe with Kyle Lowry and oh my goodness. was yeah, contributing on the court when we were playing Steph. I'm not trying to say that, he is as good as half as good as either of those players, but and those I guys, it works out. I really do. Those, I do those too, guys are will... so good. If those uh-huh. guys are so good, if there's a young point guard who can come and hang, go toe to toe with them, give them a rough time out there. I'm going to take note of that. You know, the, the Celtics, this is what I talked about with Jeremy with debating Brunson, like the Celtics and heat both just made the Eastern conference finals because of the front that they can put up at the point of attack, stopping the other team's first offensive action. Deuce fits that bill. Perfectly. I'm not saying that starting thicker, good defensive ones is a free ticket to the playoffs, but like that's the that's the kind of basketball we play under our beloved coach Tibbs. So I don't sounds like a valuable trade piece. I don't get why Deuce 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 Deuce. Derek Rose has never played. I don't know when's the last time he's played more than X amount of games. Wouldn't shock me in the least if they penciled in Deuce as the third string point guard this year. So third string. I'm not saying. Yeah, we all agree he's the third string. It's that's a that's a given. It's it's the point of like 
Deuce will play. Oh, see, that's the other part. Chris is saying what he would do, not what the Knicks are going to do, which is a Deuce won't play at all. Which is yes. I just I don't know. Like I I don't know. There's a G League. We think we are to. Not. I just wish we took Deuce at 25 because then everyone would think we need to get him to play. We need because we took him at 36. And it was like, oh well, who cares? Second rounders rarely pan out, anyways. Like uh, if he were a late first rounder, people would be talking themselves into him being better than he even is. So yeah, uh, whatever. So we're gonna kick off hour four of our program, which means we're going to start taking some breaks as well. I believe John is going to take the first one. Um, Only because my daughter needs me to rub her back so she can go to sleep. Bedtime duty. I I appreciate it. Uh, I'll be back. Yes. Uh, I'll shout out to dads out there. 